Hi, you guys. Uh, I don't know why I started off like that. Um, this is episode nine, uh, or podcast number nine. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Number nine of Sundays with the squads. That it's eight. No, it's nine. You deleted. No, because last be time was eight. Yeah, this should be nine. today is nine. And then Tuesday, which will be our oh, last yes, one, yes, yes, I forgot his, will yeah. be 10. My bad. Uh, so this is the second to last show. Savannah doesn't know how to count. Yep. Uh, numbers are hard. But uh, so since today has, or at least since Tuesday, we did both our, I guess, last week predictions slash predictions for the upcoming week. There's not really a lot to talk about when it comes to today's episode uh but one thing i do want to know is kyler murray your mvp no all i'm saying is you gotta at least consider well we had that conversation with dalvin cook last week too okay you just gotta you can consider it but they're not gonna win okay well because here's the thing the unanimous mvp last season lamar jackson Kyler Murray is having a statistically better season already at this point in the season than Lamar Jackson did at this point in the season last year. He's let, Let's see if I can pull up the correct stats. I sent it to you on Instagram. Let's see. You so, did. yeah. In 2019, Lamar, at this point, in the first eight games of the season, Lamar had 2,450 yards, 17 touchdowns, and his total QBR was 73.7. 2020 this year, Murray has 2,673 yards, 24 touchdowns, and a QBR of 77. Kyler Murray's been even better than the unanimous MVP last season. Just is he in consideration? Would you... Would you put him in a consideration on the ballot for MVP? Um, right now, probably. Um, so, but... How... Cody clawed my ankle. Zach just got first-hand experience of a sharp puppy claw to the ankle. Um, so, right now, Kyler's stats look, you know, similar. Um... But, uh, you know, by the end of the season, Lamar had 36 touchdowns and a QBR of 82.3. So, I mean, and he was over 3,000 yards. So I think Murray will hit the yardage. I think he'll hit the touchdowns. He's definitely on pace to hit the touchdowns, but we'll see about how his QBR goes and... um, I guess where's where's Kyler and Picks right now? I don't know, but do you know Ryan Clark? Like ESPN analyst yeah. Ryan Clark? Yeah. 
He said if Kyler Murray was on the Ravens, he would feel more confident in the Ravens making the Super Bowl right now than with Lamar Jackson. I did see that. Ah. Uh, ah, uh, computer ad. Uh. Um. So. So, Murray has also already thrown more interceptions than Lamar did all season last year. He's at seven right now. Lamar had six on the entire season last year. I'll prove it. So, I don't know. I mean, and so where he's at right now, he's, he's on pace for... 32 touchdowns, it says on ESPN. Um, so that would that would be less than what Lamar had. Um, and it says he's projected for 14 picks. So, I don't know. I mean, I think he's, like I said, I think he's someone to consider. But as I've said numerous times... You know, over the course of all these podcasts, uh, Russell Wilson is my MVP right now, and that continue he continues to be. And I think he, I think he's front runner too. But I think what's really, oh really, uh, what's really going to hurt him in the long run when it comes to MVP votes? He has the most red zone picks interceptions than any quarterback in the league right now. Get my man a vote though at least. <laughs> yeah, at least at least get him a vote. But I mean I think there's, there's, there's I think in back to back weeks he had two picks in the red zone. Two of them throughout the two weeks was in the end zone. Yeah. Like but uh that's that's gonna hurt a little bit. Like MVP, I think, I think there's like, a lot of a lot it. of players so far this season that have been having MVP caliber years, but obviously you can only have one. So, and you know we're only what halfway. Mm. There is talks about Dalvin Cook though. They yeah. said the Vikings have a relatively easy schedule from here on out, and if, if Dalvin Cook keeps it up, I mean he's already putting up historic numbers. Yada yada yada. That's all I heard yeah, in I first take. I mean, if he's if he's hitting almost 200 yards a game. And if, if the Vikings end up going nine and seven and squeaking into the playoffs at nine and seven, I think he's got a pretty good chance of at least getting some votes. Mm-hmm. Because if you're averaging almost two hundred yards a game, like, and then that doesn't even count, you know, through the air, because he's hitting almost two hundred on the ground alone, and then puts him over well over 200 through the air because he does get touches that way too um. <clears throat> are the New York Jets going to finish the season 0 and 16 the Jets um, well let, let's take a look here at their schedule okay So, you have the, the, the rest of their season includes the Chargers, Dolphins, 
Raiders, Seahawks, Rams, Browns, and then Patriots again. And low key, I can see them sneaking out. And here's the thing: those first three games, what'd you say? Chargers, Chargers, Dolphins, Raiders. Theoretically, the Jets could find a way to beat them. Like those could be three winnable games right there. Chargers can't keep a lead; they can't hold it. Um, I think Tua at any moment could crap the bed and just suck. And the Raiders are the Raiders and probably the most inconsistent team. I think their best chance at a win is the Raiders. Um, I think uh, Justin Herbert is going to be too good against the Jets to allow the Chargers to lose that game. I think the the Chargers defense hasn't looked great, but I think they'll look good enough against the... What are you doing? He was caught underneath your chair. I'm sorry. Oh. could just asked me to get up. Nah. <laughs> um, I want to see you panic a little bit. I think the Chargers defense, even though they haven't looked good, will look good enough against the Jets offense to, um, you know, oh. win that game. I it think if, if Tua plays even... Almost to the level that he's been playing the last couple weeks. I, I don't think the Jets have a chance. Uh, you say last couple of weeks like it's been more than two weeks, but that's all that he has. Well, I know, but, but like... Oh. It's just like, you know, that's that's all we've seen from him, right? But if he continues to play like that, you know, even close to it, I, I don't think the Jets have a chance against the Dolphins. Um, Troy's peeing. Oh, I thought that scared you. The I'm holding my uh, breath. I ain't gonna do nothing. I scaring you. No, that yeah. didn't scare me. It frustrates me. Damn it! I thought Wally was gonna jump up on your chair and scare you. Why? Shoot. Why did? Why is two of these games did listed that scare as? You? No. <laughs> do you have hiccups anymore? No. <laughs> why? Why are two of the Jets games scheduled for? To be determined. Who are they? The Rams and the Browns are not like in a time slot. It just says the d- it's got the date, but it's to be determined on the time. Um, are those the two la- final two games of the season for them? No, hmm. it's the second and third to last games. Oh, uh, that might have something to do with the postponed games. Oh. And the rearrangement earlier in the schedule, like earlier in the weeks, they rearranged a few games. They might not know the time of those games because some of the games they rearranged still need to be decided. So that's probably my guess why. I don't know. Gotcha. That's my assumption. Oh, yeah. There's there's a lot of other TBD games. Do you think, uh, do you think the Jets would have won a game by now if they still had Jamal Adams? No. As good as he is, I don't think he's good enough to have made mm-hmm. enough of an impact in any of their games to Possibly win it. All right. have won it. Because their their closest game was against the Patriots. It was three points. Maybe, just maybe, there's a couple plays that he could have made during that game. Um 
but at the same time, you know, like if if Cam doesn't throw it at him, it doesn't matter if he's on the field or not, you know. Mm-hmm. So like I I don't know. All but, I do know is uh, offensive rookie of the year, Justin Herbert. I was gonna bring that up because no offense to Joe Burrow, but NFL.com has got rookie rankings. Uh, halfway through the year, they've got Justin Herbert ranked at number one. Fitting. Who's number two? Joe Burrow. All right, also fitting. Number three? Tristan Wirfs. Offensive tackle. Offensive tackle for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean... Coming in fourth is Chase Young. I don't agree with that one due to the fact that, one, he plays for the Washington Redskins. Two, he was projected to be leading the team and sacks and everything, and he's not even close. Uh, uh, I just don't think his impact so on Washington has been that big. He's He has missed some time, though. True. For injuries. Um, True. I don't know exactly how much time that he's missed, but... Two weeks okay. so far. Uh, and then to round out the top five, you got James Robinson. Which I think he should be number three. At least. Just how much has he's done for the Jags. I mean, undrafted. Undrafted. And he is the second. He has the second most fantasy points out of running backs <clears throat> in the fantasy league. Who is the one running back that's beating him in fantasy points? Alvin Kamara. Not even Dalvin Cook. Alvin Kamara. Well, so Kamara gets his points because he's they, used through the air. Yeah, they don't have so they don't have anybody <laughs> in, in, a, in a PPR league. He's gonna get you know a point every time he makes a catch, and he's making a lot of catches, especially yeah. over the last how many weeks because they haven't had anybody with Michael yeah. Thomas and Jared Cook being hurt, and then Emmanuel Sanders being hurt <clears> as well too. Like, yeah, you are down to your wide receiver three being your wide receiver one. And your practice squad guys being wide receiver twos. The rest of the top ten is Justin Jefferson. Okay. CD Lamb. Okay. Jeremy Chin. Who? He's a safety for the Carolina Panthers. Okay. Um, Antoine Winfield Jr. Okay. Uh, and then Patrick Queen. Ah, uh, linebacker, Ravens. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so far, I don't know. Do you think, like, a few years down the line we'll be sitting here going, this was a really good rookie class? Oh, yeah. You yeah. think so? This, I mean, if all of these rookies continue to play, you know, how they have been this season, and they're only going to get better, mm-hmm. in theory, you know. Um, Jerry Judy, though. He's in the top 25. He's 19. People were trying to say that he was going to be the best wide receiver out of this this class. And truthfully, the best wide receiver in the class is a toss-up between Justin Jefferson and C.D. Lamb. Right? Yeah. And the only reason I am going to go with Justin Jefferson right now is because C.D. Lamb doesn't really have a quarterback. 
I mean, CeeDee Lamb was number four on the rookie rankings the entire time Dak Prescott was healthy. And then his production dropped off, and he's not getting as many fantasy points as he could be. But, I mean, he's still, or at least producing as much. Mm-hmm. The other wide receivers in the top 25 here are uh, Chase Claypool. All right. Who previously, Sneaky good. before this week, was not ranked in the top 25 for the rookies. Uh, you got T. Higgins, uh, Jerry Judy, like I said. Uh, Brandon Ayuk and Darnell Mooney, fifth round pick for the Bears. <laughs> yeah. Hey, just a heads up, you have. I was looking at the starters, stardom, sitem. You know the art, the. Yeah. I was looking at that. Uh, four wide receivers. I'm just going to – I want you to look at your fantasy. I don't know who all you have. I know two of them. But stardom, you don't have anybody. But sit him, Tyler Lockett. Also, DJ Moore is a sit him. So just, like, obviously go with your gut and stuff. But, like, right now my, I don't – Right now my other options are DJ Chark against the Packers and Hollywood against – the Patriots, so yeah. I don't really have a whole lot of options this week. Yeah. Stardom for the quarterback, so this is kind of a funny list. Carson Wentz versus the Giants. Yeah, no. Drew Locke versus the Raiders. Yeah, yeah no. no. <laughs> Jared Goff versus the Seahawks. God, no. Tua versus Chargers. Nah. Baker versus Texans. No. Brady versus Panthers. Not after last week. Yeah, after last week, dude. I don't know. I have Tom Brady in my fantasy league, and part of me is like, yo, drop him. Drop him. Also, there's been – if you're interested in Mike Evans at all, I could possibly deal with a trade here. Uh, Just if you're ever really interested. Um, Sit-ems for quarterbacks, Joe Burrow, Pittsburgh Steelers, which – I don't know if I technically say that's a sit game. I think Joe Burrow is actually going to play well. I think the Steelers are still going to win. But I think the Bengals will at least – the Bengals are more equipped to put up a fight more than the Cowboys did. And the Cowboys almost beat the Steelers. Wait, say that again. The Bengals are better equipped than the Cowboys. Okay. So theoretically – since the Cowboys were able to put up a fight against the Steelers, shouldn't theoretically the Bengals be able to put up a tougher fight against the Steelers? I mean, I know it's a rookie it quarterback just, we're talking about and here. it was also just a horrible game from the Steelers. Yeah, they say don't start Teddy Two Gloves against the Bucks. Don't start Danny Dimes. Don't start Kirk. Uh, and for some reason, they say don't start Taysom Hill versus the 49ers. Uh, <laughs> hmm, I wonder why. And he goes, y'all can keep asking why you can't flex Taysom Hill in fantasy, so we created this PCA, PSA. I mean, Drew Brees is questionable right now. Why? I don't know. Like, I, hold on, what does it say? Um, Brees' shoulder was limited at practice on Wednesday. While attending the same injury last week, Brees participated. He was dealing with a shoulder injury last week? Yeah. And... 
destroyed the Buccaneers. Yeah. Tom Brady's not my GOAT. Okay. Glad we clarified that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. My lineup's super tough to, like, think about because I got – if I were to optimize my lineup, it would be Justin Herbert, Kareem Hunt, Aaron Jones – Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, Austin Hooper, Jonathan Taylor, Jason Sanders, and then the Packers defense. But that's not who I'm starting. I'm starting Corey Davis and Debo, and I'm going to start Curtis Samuel at my flex. I don't know. Might work out for me. Might not work out for me. I'm playing you. I hope it works out. I hope it doesn't. I got a question. If I beat you, can I brag on Tuesday? No. I'll let you brag on Tuesday if you beat me. No. Okay. We're, you better not brag us, on neither Tuesday. Neither of us are making the playoffs anyway, so. You don't know that. There's still a chance. When do the playoffs start? Week 14. There's still a chance. Slim, I have a better chance of sneaking in than you do, but still a chance. <laughs> not if I beat you this week. True. You went down three spots? Yeah, because literally everyone below me won last week. Oof. I didn't win. I was below you. I didn't win. People immediately below me. All right, yeah. Like the, like the two people right under me both won. Griff, I lost. Griff went up three. And I think I've lost. It really bothers me that Ben is winning the league right now and he isn't able to access his lineup. <laughs> that bothers me. What? You got that? I'm, oh. I just, I'm on NFL.com and there was, so 2021, uh, right now, at midseason, the draft order. Oh, uh, God. Cowboys got the number three pick. Four. Something changed? Yeah. Last time I knew it was number three. Uh, Jets, number one. Picking Trevor Lawrence. Jags, number two. Picking Justin Fields. Uh, uh, Giants number three. Really? Yeah. Does it say who they're projected to pick? Or are you just uh, looking at the draft it, it, order? It just has draft order. It's okay. not a mock draft or anything. Okay. Um, it just says, Giants are competitive, but Daniel Jones has been pressured at the highest rate of any QB to attempt 40 or more passes this season. Um, so, like, each each one says, like, their biggest needs. Um, what are the Cowboys' biggest needs? Jets. It says QB, wide receiver, and edge rush. I don't know if I agree on QB. I just think it's too early to tell on Sam Darnold. But they're not going to pass. Up yeah, on Trevor I, Lawrence. absolutely, absolutely. Like, but I'm just saying, like on a typical, if you if Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields weren't in the draft, would you still say you need a QB need? Part of me thinks that's just them saying we need a QB because we want to take Trevor Lawrence. Like, at this point, they are tanking for Trevor. And in my opinion, tanking is, I don't know, I don't like it. I don't like tanking. I I think it's dumb. And if I'm Trevor Lawrence, I am honestly. I'm going back to school, bro. Yeah, dude. I'll play one more season in Clemson. But then when the Jets go 0-16 next year, too. Yeah, you're kind of screwed. (laughs) 
Um, I don't know. I think... I don't know, because then, wait, you might not need to. Because they might, the Jets might take Justin Fields as number one. Yeah, but then I, I don't know. I guess I could Ooh. see, I could see a lot of people, like, I could see right Justin now, Fields just playing pull, Trevor Lawrence. pulling an Eli Manning, and being like, I'm not playing for you, and re- just refusing to sign a contract, because like, <laughs> no one wants to be a part of the New York Jets. Yeah, and. It's a death sentence for your career if you decide you want to play there. And we're just college kids, so we don't really know anything about it. But, like, I I could see Justin Fields playing off of Trevor Lawrence. End of the season, drafts, like, end of the season, what does Trevor Lawrence do? Does he declare? Does he not? Justin, I don't think Justin Fields declares first. I think he waits. If Trevor Lawrence doesn't declare, I don't. If I'm Justin Fields, I wouldn't declare because that means you're the number one pick now. And you're stuck with the Jets and becoming a quarterback that's ops- that's irrelevant. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know about Sam Darnold. I think. I think he's probably a little better than people give him credit for because he is with such a god awful team and like he just he he doesn't have any help. But at the same time, because you see flashes of it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, did he have like a forty-five yard? run like I don't know but it's just at the same time you see a lot more flashes of oh god what the heck was that um if you were a college quarterback possibly the number one draft pick and you were to play for a historically bad team aka the New York Jets would you opt for another college season or would you get paid Even if it's by the Jets. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Part of me would be like, alright, money, ugly color scheme. I don't care about the color scheme, bad team. Yeah, true. Money, bad team. Get my foot in the door. Yeah, but then you're you're stuck there. Foot in the door means four years with the Jets and praying to God that you don't get hurt. You don't, like... You know, and I mean, but then there's also if you go back to school, you're taking that same risk of, yeah. am I going to get hurt in college and then football. tank my draft stock? Because then at that point, you're not playing you're, for the Jets, though. But then maybe by the next year, say the Jets win a few games and then they've got number four, mm-hmm. and and your draft still stock there. tanks enough, it's still a possibility. You know, I mean, I I don't. If, if Trevor Lawrence did get hurt, if he went back to school and did get hurt, I don't think his draft stock would tank that much. I don't think it would be as big of a story as as Tua. Yeah, because and, Tua was supposed to be like a, the number one guy, mm-hmm. and fell to the Dolphins at what was it number five. So, and even then, I mean, like. Even with the injury as bad as Tua's was, honestly, like, that was, I mean, for a certain time, there was a lot of talk that maybe Tua would never play again because of how extensive well, and that's, his and injury that's, was. And that's why and his so, draft stock dropped so much, and now it's proving to have not mattered, and, you know, he should have probably gone higher than number five. What was the draft last year? Like, what was the order? Uh, 
had been 2019 draft or 2020. I know Joe Burrow went number one to the Bengals. Um, I'm pulling it up here. Joe Burrow, number one to the ba- uh, to the Bengals. Chase Young, number two to Washington. Jeff- if Tua is healthy, do they still go Chase Young? No. Uh-uh. You think they choose Tua at number two? Yeah. Dwayne Haskins was already out, like on the way out the door in Washington anyway. In terms of like having his starting spot, so I think Dwayne Dwayne Haskins kind of got a little bit screwed too. I don't think he's a great quarterback, but I don't think Washington should have given up on him so soon. Um, but a hundred percent, if Tua had never gotten hurt, I think he goes number two or even number one over Joe Burrow, depending on like if he had stayed healthy and how his that last year would have gone. I think he probably. He potentially could have been a number one pick over Burrow. But with what Burrow did at LSU with Tua being hurt, it, it you know, even mm-hmm. if, if Tua was healthy and Burrow had the season that he did, Burrow probably still would have gone number one. But uh, number three was the Detroit Lions. Uh, they took Jeff Okuda. Uh, Andrew Thomas. Number four for the New York Giants. Tua at number five for Miami. And then uh, Justin Herbert, number six for the Los Angeles Chargers. What was the Packers pick? What pick did they have? The Packers traded up into the first round because they didn't have a first round, a first yeah. round pick. But what did so they, they end tra- up coming they up? They traded up to number 26 and took Jordan Love. Okay. What wide receivers came after Jordan Love? T. Higgins. That, that would have worked for Aaron Rodgers. Michael Pittman Jr. That would have worked for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, LaVisca Chenault. That would have worked for Aaron Rodgers. K.J. Hamler. I don't know if that would have worked. Denver Broncos, I don't uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Chase Claypool. That would have worked. Uh, Van Jefferson. I don't know. Florida, uh, Los Angeles Rams. Uh, Denzel Mims. That would have worked. And I then, just think, and then you're into the third round and like you're talking you're talking about Aaron Rodgers. The guy just joined Tom Devin Brady. Devin Duvernay. You said him because he's a Viking. No, he's not. He's a Raven. Oh, why? Why are you? Te- why are you saying his name? Because he. Why was are you a, saying his name like Devin Duvernay? He was taken in the third friggin' round. Dude should have probably been higher than that. He was like late third round. What was your first position in Fido? I know I'm not on topic, but. What are you writing? <laughs> what are you working on? What was your first position in Fido? Secretary. That was your first? Yeah. You didn't know social first? Nope. They called me Monica Lewinsky. Can confirm. <laughs> what are you writing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't... Um... We got off on this tangent, but... Um... Jets... Yeah. 
Uh, oh, it's Sam, Sam Darnold. <laughs> I, I think he could be better than what he looks right now somewhere else, but not much. Just, uh, part of me just wants to know, if you draft Trevor Lawrence, is it an upgrade? Yes, at quarterback. But does Trevor Lawrence, is he the one that decides if you win games or not? Who do they have for wide receivers besides Jameson Crowder? Um, Who do they have for an offensive line? Who do they have for a defense? Jets depth chart. Um, I know a lot of people say the quarterback's the most important position, and in some aspects it is, but... uh, Jets, Jameson Crowder, Jeff Smith, uh, Braxton Berrios, and Denzel Mims. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's not a good wide receiver core for any quarterback. No. Uh, oh, you got uh, more wide receivers. Brashad Perryman and Vincent Smith. Brashad Perryman doesn't even play, which is kind of a shame, but we're not And really then your number one running back is Frank Gore. Yeah, okay. You got rid of Le'Veon Bell. Who has looked pretty good. In As a cheat, absolutely. And replaced him with one of the greatest of all time running backs, Frank Gore. Not saying Frank Gore is bad, but you are wasting his final years. Year. Years. Whatever. It'll be years. <laughs> like, I, I think he'll probably play at least one more after this. What is what is his? I truthfully, you want to know my opinion? I think Frank Gore is waiting for his son. <laughs> I really do. Frank Gore Jr. is a running back. What college is he at? Uh, I know it's not a big one. It's not like Frank Gore Jr. Uh, Southern Miss. Yeah, he's at Southern Miss. If he somehow gets onto an NFL team, it wouldn't surprise me if Frank, Frank Gore, Gore would just go sign there. Yeah, Frank Gore signs there and is like, you know what? I get to play with my son. He'll take. He'll take the, a one-year minimum contract. contract. Like minimum contract, guarantee it. So, how, just to he's, have he's, one season. How old is he though now? Frank Gore Jr. Oh, he's, he's a freshman. Yeah. But, this, this year he's a freshman. Yeah, but he can join the league next year. He can join it sophomore year. He can join it junior year. Like it can. It's not like oh, I he think, still has I four think, more years. I think Frank Gore needs to play like two more years. Yeah, and and in that in that second year after this year, his son should be. And no probably. offense to Frank Gore, but. Dude, for the sake of your health and for the sake of everyone else who is a fan of you, you should not be running back number one. Get out of New York. Yeah, dude. Um, so number two pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars, says they need a quarterback, a corner, and a tackle. I still think they pick I- Justin Fields. I know, I know, like... There's been reports that they're sold that they're that they'll stick with Gardner Minshew and stuff like that, but in well, my so, opinion, Justin Fields is one of those players that you just do you. I don't know if you pass up. 
Well, and here's the thing, too. And if you do, who do you pass up for? In that case, if they take Justin Fields, you have open competition for the starting spot and use the other as trade bait. Well, they wouldn't trade Justin Fields. It would be... It would be a fight for the starting spot, but Gardner Minshew is on the trade block regardless. Not if he wins the starting spot. Then, but they're not going to put Justin Fields on the trade block. They're they're not going to trade him away. If he wins a starting spot, they'll be like, all right, you're the starter for the year. Justin Fields can learn the offense, and then he'll start next year. That that would be my guess. If <laughs> If they're truthfully... That would be my guess. If, for some reason, the Jags don't choose Justin Fields, do the Giants? I don't think so. I think they're comfortable with Daniel Jones. Okay. I think I think they need to be able to protect him better and give him... This, this is another case of he needs some weapons. Mm-hmm. Saquon has been out all year. Um, but even if they had Saquon, they don't really have any, like, good wide receivers for Daniel Jones to throw to. And the Giants are also another case of you don't really have an old line to protect your quarterback. And like, like I said earlier, it says here that he's been pressured at the highest rate of any quarterback to attempt 40 or more passes this season. 41.9% of his snaps, Ooh, he gets pressured. That's not good. So, I think if if Justin Fields falls to them, they might take him. Just because. Um, but if it goes Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, I think the Giants will take an offensive lineman. Okay. So if the Jags don't and the Giants don't, in this order that the draft is in right now, do the Cowboys. Part of me? <laughs> Part of me says yes. Due to the fact that Dak Prescott's still the starter, Justin Fields can have a year underneath his belt or whatever. Well, Dak needs to sign an extension first. Yeah, but we're prob- knowing us, knowing Jerry Jones... We're going to franchise tag him again, which is going to piss him off. And he's going to go after the franchise tag again. He's going to go sign somewhere else, kind of like what Kirk Cousins did. And then we have Justin Fields. Like, part, I, I don't think it would look good on the Cowboys' part to do that. But it's not a guarantee that Dak Prescott signs. I mean, I'm a huge Dak fan, but I don't know if he signs. Yeah, because he's asking for money. Yeah, the money the that likes of Patrick Mahomes, and he's not Patrick Mahomes. I'll give you that. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to deny that. Patrick Mahomes is the highest paid player in NFL history. And, and Dak is half a million dollar de- half a billion dollar deal. Dak is b- b- billion. <laughs> Dak is wanting money close to that, and he's not worth that. And not even close, in my opinion. 
He's looked he looked good before he got hurt this year, but he's still not Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson money kind of guy. Oh no. But that's a whole different argument about Lamar Jackson. Is he worth the money that? Yeah, I know. I was just about to be like, I don't because, know. Because people, you know, he's what was it? I saw something the other day. He was in the first. 25 games a starter or something. He's only lost three games or something like that. None of them playoffs. But, and so his three losses were, like, big games, and they've never beat the Chiefs, and, yeah, they, you know, like, they've struggled in the playoffs with Lamar, and can he actually get it done in a big game? People are saying no right now. And people are saying no, but... In my opinion, you don't say no until you get that con- that conference championship. Like you know what I mean. Like the you get to the AFC game, the AFC championship. Well, so game. if you get there and he doesn't perform, then yes, you can say, "Oh, he can't get it done." When it comes to big time, but just basing it off of one playoff game, I don't know. So it was. 2019 wild card round. Um, Excuse me. Um, 2019 wild card round. I promise I was a recliner. It was was 23 to 17. Lamar lost to Phillip Rivers and the Chargers. Um, He didn't score any points in the first half. Phillip Rivers and the Chargers? Yeah. Gross! (laughs) That's bad. And, like, a playoff game is a playoff game, in my opinion. That's that's a big game. I don't don't need it to be the AFC championship game for it to be considered a big game. Especially, like, for Lamar at that point in Mm -hmm. his career. That's a big game for him. Yeah. And, and he Although, couldn't get it done. Theoretically, it shouldn't have been because you had Phillip Rivers and the Chargers. But, yeah. Phillip Rivers and the Chargers were 13-4 and four last year. Can you let him walk? <laughs> I would have stuck with Phillip Rivers for one more year and let Justin Herbert <clears throat> learn underneath Phillip Rivers. They're talking about Phillip Rivers needs to be benched in – Indianapolis and have Jacoby Brissett start. Oh boy. Um. I, has he played at all this year? Who? Jacoby. Yeah, he played one hail mary snap. <laughs> was it, it was against the Ravens, right? Yes, sir. And he got lit up. Did yeah. not work. Jacoby Brissett zero for one. <laughs> There was a flag on that play, Phillip, too, for intentional grounding. <laughs> Phillip Rivers against the Ravens, 25 for 43, 227, zero touchdowns and a pick. They lost 24 to 10. Yep. What did Jonathan Taylor have? Two receptions for seven yards and six carries for 27 yards. That's awful. Colts came they're, into the Colts came into the season being talked as this they're going to be the number one run team because they are so run dominant, 
They're, and you're leading back at six. Well, so their leading rusher was Jordan Wilkins. Yeah. 11 carries for 39 yards. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor did have a touchdown on the ground. But still. But that was that was the team's only touchdown. The Colts' offensive line with Jonathan Taylor. Like, Jonathan Taylor should be leading league in rushing yards with the Colts' offensive line. Run it up the middle. Just run it up the middle. Follow Quentin Nelson. That's all you got to do. <laughs> There's a reason why he's considered the best guard in the league. Could you imagine having... <sighs> Who would you consider to be the best center in the league? Who's the best center matting rating wise? Or is that going to be tough to find? I mean, I can try. This will be our last one because we're kind of running out of time. But Madden's just... 21 center ratings. Who's, who's number one? Okay, that ain't it. I need just a center. Thank you. I'm struggling. Okay, that's cool. Uh, we're just gonna have to look through it all, cause it's being dumb. But so there's Quentin Nelson, uh, Jason Kelsey, having Quentin Nelson, Jason Kelsey, and Zach Martin as your interior lineman. <laughs> Rodney Hudson, <laughs> run it. <laughs> Uh, I just, I don't understand some, some teams' decisions. In my opinion, Philip Rivers shouldn't be passing more than there are rushing attempts. But when at you least, only at least split it like, or at least try to split it fifty-fifty, a little, a little closer to fifty-fifty. It could be 50-45. Just kind of get it. Try to get it closer to fifty. Fifty, and like it's just. And it's not like they've got any like huge receiving targets that they're like trying to get the ball to because that they're like their playmaker. They just they don't have any real playmakers. So they got T. Y. Hilton. They got. Michael Pittman Jr. Uh, it doesn't look like T.Y. Hilton played this past week. Um, but yes, T.Y. Hilton. Um, Zach Pascal. Zach Pascal. Pascal. Yeah, I don't know. I just. T.Y. Hilton could really be your only argument there, but even then, like, he didn't play last week. And you're still throwing that much? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. But we'll have to see how it comes along on this upcoming week. Cause just to see what it's what's happening. Uh, but with that being said, it's, uh, is there any closing remarks you would like to do? I don't think so. Not at all? You don't want to close it for us? I can close it for you. There you go. Thanks for listening. Good contributions today. You're so welcome.
I think he's had a total of about six words today. Very good. What position did you have? What position did you have in Fidel to begin with? She said more than six. She said oh, about eleven. My I also bad. said My bad. about Troy's hiccups. My bad. My bad. Yeah, she contributed, just not to what we were talking about. But yeah, it's time for a bathroom break on my part. So uh, right. we're, we're going to close this down. Uh, closing time. It's closing time. Okay. Thanks for listening. See you Tuesday for, for the last. some NFL recap. Week 10. 10? I don't know. I've lost count at this. Bye. Yes. Bye. Bye.